Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You follow the southern road and you arrive at a small town surrounded by a crenellated stone wall. I did really want to find out if we could get some green paint that we can cover our bodies in. Painting our skin green brown is not going to make other orcs <laughs> think that we are actually orcs. Aslo, you're being really pessimistic about this. I drew up some plans for some prosthetic tusks. I don't think this plan's going to work. We have to blend in the natural way. So let's get the paint. We'll take the boar tusks with us and we'll fix that up on the road. You can smell something dead in the woods. I'll investigate. You see a family of boars lying in the middle of the field here. Are there wow. evidence of wounds? Several piercing wounds of some kind, circular and half an inch to an inch across. You see at least a dozen flying creatures descending oh! on you from the sky. I'm going to be going last. I have a sneaking suspicion. No, 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 19. Uh, I got a 17. Four. Okay, Stripey and Tokus, four. I rolled a two. Uh, Stripey is on a four. No, actually a three, sorry. Ha, I beat Stripey at least. <laughs> <laughs> so my initiative roll was bad, but you're all still surprised, which means I get to go first anyway. These small creatures look like some sort of weird mix between bats and mosquitoes. Oh, Oh, gross. Nasty. So it's like a bat with leathery wings, except they've got like these four legs hanging down below that, each ending in sharp claws, and a long pointed needle-like... Probiscus? Ovipositor. Mouth. Oh, (laughs) gross, dude. Mosquitoes that are, like, mosquito-sized are already gross. But when they're bat-sized with bat wings, oh, dude. (laughs) And legs and claws. No, thanks. No, they're bigger than bats. Each one is, like, a foot, foot and a half across. Dude, it's like a flicker wisp. That's gross. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And they start swarming down upon Tokus for now. I don't like this. Dude, you know what? I somehow I've never like fully taken in the disgustingness of flicker wisps. Like, just because it's like a white <laughs> creature, and you think of you yeah. think of white just being like all these majestic, and it's like death and taxes, and then like it's in a deck with all these like heroic beings. But flicker wisps are nasty, man. It's disgusting. They're like face huggers. Gross. Yeah, face huggers with eagle wings. <laughs> disgusting. So I'm assuming you do have your armor and shield on since you're on guard duty. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Uh In fact, I know the perfect weapon. All right, so half a dozen of them swarm down on you, but you just barely deflected several of their attacks. (laughs) They're trying to pierce through your armor, or you're hitting them away with your shield, batting them away. Back! Back, you bats! Back! (laughs) Not playing around. And none of them managed to get through... The rest of them are going for your sleeping companions. Oh, oh crap. Uh, so I don't have to make attack rolls on this, actually. So my shouting didn't reach their ears and didn't wake them? You were surprised, so you had, didn't really have time to react. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not up yet. Yeah. Man, I'm allergic to mosquito bites. <laughs> 
Something tells me you're going to have a much worse reaction from these things than just mosquito bites. Oh, uh, ah, pesky mosquito. Ah! <laughs> 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 I didn't realize this is a Halloween episode in the middle of yeah. uh, December. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Okay, uh, Shaba, you take... Nine points of damage. Is that from... How many attacks is that from? From two of them latching onto you. Oh, uh, I'm wondering if I should... You can't take a reaction here while you're asleep. Oh, uh, okay. All right. But it does wake you up. <laughs> okay, on the plus side. <laughs> <laughs> so you're lying there, and you see these two things have grabbed onto you. They're just clinging in and oh. stabbing in with, your, with their... Mouths of some kind, whatever they are. Ew. Like the mosquito straw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Another two latch on to Aslo. Ooh. And you take 12 points of damage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And one more latches on to Stripey for six. Oof. We're all gonna die. Does that kill Stripey? No. No. He's a lot stronger than he used to be. Yeah. He's still down to seven, though. Mm. Everyone's now awake, so I will just go in initiative order. Aslo. Uh, for my first action, I would like to scream like a little girl <laughs> and go running off into the woods. Okay, so two of them are on me. Mm-hmm. One of them's clinging onto your arm, another one's on one of your legs. Oh, man. Got a nice picture here for you, too. Oh. Hold on, hold that up for just a second longer. Oh, uh, gross, dude. Nasty. Disgusting. That's the thing of nightmares right there. Yeah, they look like mutant possums. We have not been picking very family-friendly monsters to fight. <laughs> well, they don't get to see the pictures, so... Uh, true. <laughs> That's true. Um, can you describe the layout of the camp for me? Is it just kind of like the three of us around the campfire sort of spread out evenly? That's what I assume it would be, yeah. Okay. Maybe a couple of logs around that you were using to sit on or something. Okay. So there's two latched onto me, two on Shaba, one on Stripey, and then half a dozen. Yeah, the other six are swarming, flying around Tokus. Oh my gosh. Man. Whoa. We need some crowd control. That's too many enemies. That's a lot of enemies. Well, um, yeah, so other than relieving himself in in his pants, the first thing <laughs> that, uh, once he gets his mind in order, I think Aslo will snap into action and do his best to sort of target the, sort of like the big swarm of them, if possible, and any others he can get, and cast Thunderwave. Right above my head? Yeah, if you're going to Thunderwave the big swarm, then Tokus would be included, unless you only want to hit, like, two of them. Oh, man. I can take a hit. I'm, I'm well into the 30s as far as my HP is concerned. Yeah, give it a mm. good... Take the shot, Aslo. Take, take the shot. I think it's, I think it's for the greater for good. For the right? greater good! <laughs> so Aslo draws his sword, sing, holds it up above his head, and says, Thunder! Thunder! And then casts Thunder Wave. Does it act like a like a lightning rod or something? And then like the lightning yes. shoots from that? Yeah. It's awesome. And Aslo's sword grew three sizes that day. <laughs> and I definitely peaked on my recording. Oh yeah, so. me too. Yeah, that was fun to listen to. No, that's okay. 
The compressors take care of everything. They're wonderful. <laughs> Love that compression. So do I make a save? I'm assuming I do. Yes. Okay. It's a constitution save, right? Cons? Okay. Yes, con save. Well, so I roll a d20 and then I add my constitution saving throw, correct? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a 10. Is it the first time you've had to make a saving throw? Wow, maybe. <laughs> no, it's just I don't make all that many. Mm. <laughs> no, we've been like poisoned. No, I guess some poisons don't. Yeah. All right, well, a 10 would fail. So how nope. much damage? Uh, so sadly, only five damage. I'm okay with this because you hit me too. <laughs> okay, that's true. So I take five? Yep. Yep. And what's the DC? Uh, 15. Well, Tokus goes flying back 10 <laughs> feet <laughs> farther away from the camp. <laughs> but surprisingly, all of the flying creatures also get blasted back, almost all of them. And you see they just kind of fly off and then splat to the ground a little Whoa. ways away. Oh, wow. Wow, they did not have a lot of HP. Whoa. One of them is still flying around about where it was, but it's kind of flapping its wings and barely staying up. <laughs> Well, that's good news. Good thinking, Aslo. <laughs> yeah, I think I think his uh, reasoning there was not not even really reasoning. It was basically waking up and then instinctively like, ah, I have to do something. Thunderwave <laughs> around Tokus. Shabba. Uh, there's two on me. Yep. Where are they? On my person. One of them's standing on your chest. Okay. Stabbing into your side. The other one is farther down, closer to your legs. What would I have to do to grab one and bite its head off? <laughs> I don't think your bite has enough damage to do that. It's a gruesome imagination you got there, Chava. All right, well then Stripey's going to do that on his turn. Um, I, I haven't I, made you those orc tusks yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I just attack them normally, the ones that are, even though they're, like, on me? Like, if I stand up, can I... And take out my bow, can I take a shot at them? Like, how does that work? I would not allow using a bow. I mean, that doesn't make any sense, but any melee attack. What about the one on his leg? Isn't there enough clearance to shoot the one on his leg? He is super tall. I mean, you'd be firing like this. Yeah, that would be super (laughs) awkward. Okay, so I'll take out my sword and uh, attack uh, the one on my chest. That's a 10. I think I missed. Yeah, you can't get an effective hit with that. All right, yep. His tough natural hide that partially deflects it. Uh, and then with my remaining movement, I run in circles around the campfire. <laughs> and scream. <laughs> Lots of screaming going on here. <laughs> yeah, this is scary. Uh, Tokus. Okay, so I make a quick gauge at my friends, and I see that Shaba's got two on him, and I see that Aslo's got two on him. Can I tell that Aslo is a little bit more wounded, though? <gasps> he also has less blood than Shaba. Oh, I just threw away a perfect opportunity. Wait, what? I could have run into the fire. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible idea. No, okay, no, so, no, uh, Tokus, it's a great idea because they're on me and I have more hit points than they do. You want me to push you into the fire? Yes. <laughs> I, I think that's a terrible idea. Cost me into the fire. No, I have more hit points than they do. They will die. Well, Tokus has now been removed about 20 feet from the fire since the thunder wave pushed him away. Yeah, I got blasted. I was thinking I was going to do some, like, pop shots with, uh, yeah, you know, with my, my vial pole. Pol- I'm too far away. You should make a net vial that just, like, launches out and goes and grabs a bunch of flying stuff. That'd be sweet. Okay, so I'm going to be running and... While I'm running, I'll load up my Vilapult, and I'm going to lob... Actually, I'm going to use my 
action surge, and I'm going to pop off uh, a vial at the... Where are the ones located on Aslo? Can I get a safe shot, or am I going to hit him too? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you can get a clear shot if you time it right. Okay. I make a really well-timed shot at one of the ones attached to Aslo. <laughs> That is a 16. That hits. Three damage. Your little ball of fire explodes on its side, and it slumps against him. Nice. Still stuck inside. I'm still running. I'll load up another one and say, well, it worked the first time. And a second one and the other one at at Aslo. (laughs) Ooh, natural 20. Hey. Hey-o. So that'd be a 24. I don't think you need to roll damage, but you're free to if you want. <laughs> oh, I'm rolling some damage. It pops like an old zit. <laughs> or, I rolled 2d10s, correct? Yeah. Six damage total. Six damage. As opposed to a new zit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like a ripe one that's ready. Because it's been <laughs> sucking all that blood, all that boar blood. Just like a, a fountain of blood erupts. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> uh, we have to paint oh, mime man. pictures, Thane. That's our job. It is. We disgust me. <laughs> yeah. We want to paint pleasant pictures. This is an audio only medium and there's nothing pleasant about this fight at all. <laughs> nothing. All right. So you hit that one and you see that it kind of bursts into flame and singes it. Hmm. You okay there, Aslo? <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, Stripey's turn. All right. Stripey is going to try to bite its head off, the one that's on him. Uh, that's only a 12 to hit. Nope, he can't get a good angle. Ah, oh, man. So he struggles for a while, kind of rolling over in the grass, trying to bite at it. Ugh. And my turn again. Your many turns. <laughs> we are, we are one. <laughs> hive. We are legion. Thane is the hive mind. <laughs> the one injured one takes another pass at Tokus, hmm. but doesn't manage to get through the armor. Do I bat it away with my shield? <laughs> well, it comes up behind you where you're not looking and stabs you in the back, but your armor just is too strong for it. Oh. Nice. Sweet. Stripey takes another seven points of damage. He goes down. No. He's under. Stripey, Stripey. this no. is perfect. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's at exactly zero. And then you see that the creature detaches itself from him and starts slowly, clumsily flying off into the night. And Tokus is like, no, there's more blood in there. Keep going. Keep going. Where are you going? (laughs) Why would he stop sucking on Stripey? I guess he got what he wanted. Seems like he's bloated with blood or whatever. And then the two remaining ones on Shaba each deal four points of damage, so eight total. Oof. All right. Uh, I think I might as well use a... uh Whatchamacallit, a stone's endurance here. Your giant, yeah, giant ability. All right, so I mitigate one of those attacks. I uh, nail it out completely. You flex your muscles too hard so that it can't suck any blood (laughs) 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 out. I think that. It just flies out. It's pretty handy. (laughs) One of them then also detaches from you and starts flying away. And you can actually take a free attack at it. Oh, okay. That's right. I'll use the sword. And uh, 13. Wait, why didn't you shoot it, Chaba? Are you sl- slashing? Because I have the sword equipped, and oh. I have to use the weapon I have equipped. Yeah, you can't take an opportunity attack with a ranged weapon. Oh, okay, that's how opportunity strikes right. work. Makes sense. All right, so you take a swing, and 13 misses. Okay. So two of them are flying away, and Aslo's turn. Okay, now I am the least person to 
bring undue attention to myself in this situation, but did you say I didn't just didn't get hit that round? I mean, there were only two on you, and they both got killed. Yeah, they got blasted. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. So they're still kind of stuck to you, but they're not <laughs> doing any damage. <laughs> All right, well, uh, free-ish action. I'll just sort of try to rip those out real quick, which I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's they very, fall off as you're moving around. Very pleasant. <laughs> but uh, I'll get a lay of the land. What's left? Two that are flying away... One that was still trying to attack Tuckus, and one that's still stuck to Shaba. Um, man, what would that be like if I actually ran over to Shaba and tried to hit the one that's on him? Would I risk hurting him? No, I don't think so. They're probably big enough, I would think, that you could just take a good swing at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll run <laughs> over both swords and take a couple swings. It, like, lands on my face, and you're like... Don't move <laughs> as you swing back. <laughs> Don't move a muscle. Well, they're actually, aren't they? Oh, no, they are short swords. I was about to say, if they're rapiers, that's kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't move, Shaba. Let me just not me just skewer your face. This, yeah. <laughs> well, considering that the creatures themselves aren't really moving much, yeah, there's not much difficulty in hitting them. Right. Okay, so a 17 to hit. That does hit. For seven damage. Yeah, you just completely lop it in half. All right, and it right. falls off. Phew. Phew, indeed. Shish kebabbed. Uh. I will use my bonus action to wipe my forehead and pass my turn. <laughs> and try not Shut to it. get giant mosquito AIDS. <laughs> yeah. um, I will, now that there's none off on me, I'll drop my sword and thank Aslo real quick, pull out my bow and try to shoot one of the, shoot the one on Stripey. No, oh, no, away. he flew away. Okay, yeah, I'll shoot away. the one that, that was on Stripey that's now flying away. Uh, that's still only a 13. I think I missed again. Man. Yep. Not rolling well tonight. Anything else? Um, <sighs> you should shake your fist at the one flying away and say, yeah. Next time! In Kavake's name, I curse you, you foul <laughs> creature. The ones that are flying away are going to be too far to hit. Or to see, at least, next mm. time. Okay. So, Tokus? How far away are they flying, and could I r- run 25 feet and be within 120 feet of the flying away ones? Yeah, you're pretty close to the fire right now, since you ran back towards it. Mm-hmm. And they just flew a little bit away from the fire, so like 20 feet up in the air or so. Okay, so they're even close enough I could... Oh, well, 20 feet's too much. I was going to say, I'd love to lightning lower one of them back <laughs> down to Earth. But uh, I'll load up... Yet another fire vial in my pult. You're ignoring the one that's still attacking you? Well, yeah, I want to go. Th- that one's going to stick around. I got plenty of HP. I got plenty of blood to attract it. So <laughs> we're trying to go for mass kills here. You got to get those XP points. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna shoot the one that's furthest. Like the one that's furthest from all of us. Okay. All right. That is a 17 to hit. It hits. Okay. D10 now. Seven damage. I'm just kind of like... So you shoot it, and it comes flying down in a little ball of fire. Yeah. Again. Nice. <laughs> so weak. Hey! Uh, Stripey's turn to make a death yeah. save. Yes. He does need... Uh, 12. Okay, so he got one. Okay. My turn. Uh, the remaining one that was flying away flies out of sight mm. against the darkness. Okay. Dang it. Now it's going to go give that blood to the cult, and then they're going to use it to clone us. <laughs> I know, right? I knew they were working for the cult. The last one tries to make one more futile stab into Tokus's armor, and then gives up and just flies away. 
There's going to be bizarro versions of all of us. <laughs> you can try to attack it with your sword as it flies out. Do Me? it. Mm-hmm. All right. Get an opportunity nice... attack. Yeah, that's a one. Uh, <laughs> it's a natural one. <laughs> Almost got him, Tokus. I mean, you did do work that combat. Like, so. How do you use this thing? No. <laughs> no, wait, they do make bizarre versions of us. Like, all of these different, like, alternate egos that we've been talking about actually, like, become real. Like, Ocus. Like, Tokus and Stripey are in love. Uh, Ocus, Ocus likes Ipstri. I, I don't know how to do his name backwards. Pig Latin Ocus version of Stripey would be... Ripesy. Ipsy. Okay, and with that, they have now left the scene, and you are left to yourselves. Oh. <sighs> well, I just want to say you guys both did really well in that combat. If it were just me, we would have died. So thanks for <laughs> killing each other's bugs. Shaba, hear me out. What if you'd focused on the things that weren't on you? Because you're a range, range. Right? Yeah, I am ranged. Um, I felt like if I was going to just keep getting sucked on and taking damage, then that wouldn't behoove the rest of the party for me to go down. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't be as effective. Well, that's kind of the fun of D&D, isn't it? Like, my mind, the reason I freed Aslo first wasn't even just that I thought he had a smaller health pool. I figured, like, protect the healer. Sure. Like, yeah. that's the tank's job. My plan for the next round, if neither of them had got, gotten off me, was to take out my bow and shoot one further away and then walk into the fire and just become oh, the fire and live in the fire. <laughs> that's sweet. That's pretty epic. Not going to lie. And, you know, I'm, I'm assuming there's some similarities between D&D and, like, WoW rating. Like, you protect the healers. Yeah, yeah basically. And then the healers heal you, and I figured you might go down, but at least Aslo would. Speaking of which, don't we need to heal something? Speaking of healing, <laughs> All right. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Well, let's just leave. I, I think I think we've done enough. Let's get back on the dusty trail. Yes, we can do all of our healing as we sleep tonight, and uh, I'll give us some extra. But isn't one of us critical? Or did he wake back up? Oh, you you made you made the saving throw. Stripey's under. Throw. He yeah he made, he made one save. One he death should probably save. be making another one by this point. Yeah. Ah, true. Ah, uh, he fails. Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will. I <laughs> That's will. your cue, Aslan. <laughs> I'll sort of sigh and then go over and, and use a spell on <laughs> It's the middle of the night. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, I right. see. It's not, it's not just you're not sighing because you're using a spell slot. You're sighing because you're healing Stripey just yes. in general. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, I, see. I thought you were okay with Stripey. I thought it was me that had the grudge. Uh, I've warmed up to him in general, but yeah, still a little bit shaky on that one. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say Stripey has friends. Besides me, he doesn't really have friends because he doesn't really make them so much. And he really sees you as more of a lackey. <laughs> right, yeah, we're all just his minions. Yeah, I was going to say, certainly has minions. Um, he heals for 11 hit points. Okay, awesome. So he's back up to 11 out of 13. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm just the one who gives him food sometimes and, and keeps his uh, pocketbook full. Keeps his uh, his wallet stacked. Keep those Benjamins coming. The only damage I took from that last fight was from you, Aslo. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Guess I'm not that good when it comes to magical attacks. I should log that away in my brain. <laughs> do um do fighters of my variety get like some anti spell shield kind of stuff eventually? Also, I could have shielded that, couldn't I? Can you shield magical attacks? No. Okay, never mind. Shield is for armor class only, not saving throws. Yeah, I'm really good at preventing physical damage, but anything that's not physical, I am, like, paper. 
Yeah. It's pretty common. So Stripey wakes up. You're all tired from the fight. Yeah. But alive. Do you want to do anything? Uh, sleep. I'm so frustrated. I was in the middle of making the tusks. Like, is that still intact or did we, like, step on it or what happened to the... <laughs> I think your supplies got scattered a little bit around the area, but they're fine. All right, so I pick, I go and pick up everything. Everyone else goes back to bed. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. We'll heal up as we sleep. Is somebody else's watch at this point or is it still my watch? Uh, I no, guess it's still your watch. watch. I don't think I can go to bed after that anyway. So you pass the rest of the night and wake up in the morning... Still kind of tired from your blood drain, but otherwise doing all right. Okay, so are we all back up to full now? Is that how that works? Uh, technically, since this was in the middle and you haven't had a long rest afterwards, it interrupted your rest, you wouldn't get the benefits of the long rest. Well, you know, after blood transfusion, you need grape juice. That's true. <laughs> yeah, fruit juice would be good. We usually don't worry too much about it, though. I mean, we can just sleep sleep in later if it's a matter of getting a full long rest. I mean, I'm I would be pretty tired from getting half my blood sucked out of a hole in my chest, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm cool with sleeping in a little bit. I'd also be a little bit tired after s- spending a night worrying about giant insects descending on me in my sleep and sucking mm-hmm. out my blood. So yes. Um, also, before we go to sleep, now this is slightly uh, out of character knowledge, but. I'll just ask you, Thane. Do I notice that I feel different after this battle, by any chance? Do I feel weird or sick or, like, bad? You don't notice, other than, obviously, the blood loss. Okay. All right, cool. Then I go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard of certain creatures that that do certain things, but I'm going to just keep playing the game. Put that out of your mind. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Morning comes, morning goes, you're still lying on the ground, and you eventually get up just a little before noon, finally rested and ready to set out. All right. All right, let's do this. Let's go. Triple A team time. You guys have forgotten our our battle cry, our get up in the morning motto. (laughs) We had one of those? Yeah, what, what is that? Yeah, innovative... Uh, oh, that's oh, yeah, that's, that's every day. That's twenty four seven, my brother. <laughs> that's our company's slogan. That is all the time. Finding innovative solutions to complex problems. The AAA team. Call today for your free consultation. Your free adventure <laughs> consultation. Uh, the expected travel time is probably about a day and a half to get to Iron Fang. A day and a half, okay. You can't make peak travel speeds since you're traveling on uncleared terrain through the woods and brush. Speaking of which, why have we not all bought horses yet? (laughs) I don't have that kind of attention. I already have a a pet. I can't (laughs) shower an animal like that with the love and affection it needs, Aslo. Mm. My attentions are too divided. I thought it was just because you couldn't afford it. <laughs> well, that may be a factor, yes, but it's mostly just wanting to provide a good home. That's true. I know Tokus can't afford it. If, yeah, a faithful steed needs a uh, a loving uh, environment in which to thrive. Yes, a riding horse costs 75 gold. <sighs> wow. Phew, yeah. Yikes among us. Gotta save up for that one. Which, to most third-level characters, that would be nothing, but in this campaign... We are particularly poor. (laughs) Yeah, most third-level characters who aren't uh, oppressively impoverished. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but it, I think it's more fun having less money than having too much. It's definitely more fun not having any money. Because <laughs> in D&D, it gets to the point where you just have so much money that you can't possibly spend it all on regular stuff. You're the equivalent of a a rock star, a super famous star in the, in the real world, and you have many times more money than the average person has. And it's just ridiculous. And then or will next, ever accumulate throughout yeah, the total or, of their life. Exactly. Or will, could ever accumulate in a hundred lifetimes. Next thing you know, you're putting gold toilets in your mansion. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're like, what it, how did I get here? I just killed a couple monsters for crying out loud. And of course, if you're going to have anything made out of gold, it's going to be the toilets. Right. <laughs> exactly. <obviously. laughs> The next day, you're walking along, enjoying the crisp air. Whistling a merry tune. Aslo, is your uh, stage fright so bad that you can't even whistle as you're walking along? Um, as long as people, as long as people aren't really uh, giving me their full attention, I should be able to, yeah. All right. I can whistle a little tune. Sweet. You give it a try, and after all, it's just like... <laughs> 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 oh, no. I'm a shell of my former self. <laughs> All right, Tokus, you're going to have to pick up the slack here. What do you expect me to do, Shaba? <laughs> Teach Aslo how to whistle, obviously. You're the one with the drum, Shaba. Well, <laughs> first of all, you have to be doing it while you're working. Walking is working. Nobody likes walking. And then we need to entice some woodland creatures to wash dishes for us. <laughs> That's what they all do in the Disney movies. <laughs> Just like this, da, 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 da. <laughs> Oh, boy. It's simple. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't do it with the orc tusk in my mouth. <laughs> it comes out more like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of orc tusks... What diseases have you contracted from those <laughs> dead boar tusks? <laughs> <laughs> you put into your mouth. Uh, uh, sorry, what were you saying, Thing? When are you planning to put on your disguises? Um, so, b- right before we get to Iron Fang, like the half day before, we will get we'll slather ourselves. Okay, so tomorrow morning, you're going to put on your disguises. Yeah, we'll slather ourselves in that paint and yep. uh, get the tusks on. So, c- since you started late, it's pretty far into the night before you've reached your full day's travel time. But you do reach the river, and this one, unlike the rivers that you've seen so far, seems to be in perfectly healthy condition. Wow. Alright. What a refreshing change. Yeah, let's go in for an icy scrub down. Guys, it'll help the paint uh, adhere better to your bodies (laughs) if you're clean. (laughs) If you say so. Of course, we probably haven't showered in like three weeks, so... Oh no, you just went to the uh, to the bathhouse. Yeah, last the last session. time we bathed was before we saw the king, so it was only a few days ago. But still, yeah, it's been like three days, I think. Yeah, nothing it's like not like uh, cold mountain spring water to give you that fresh <laughs> cleansing you need. It actually flows from the nearby lake into the bay. Hmm. Okay, so you wash yourselves off in the stream before setting up camp. Yes, yes indeed. All right, you can see some fish and things in the river. Oh, yummy. I'll go fishing after this. <laughs> you do have a fishing pole, don't you? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you set up a comfortable camp, enjoy your fish. Nice. What you are aware of for the Iron Fang Waspel border is that they really only touch at one point, and it's on the river. It's likely that you are somewhere near that point where they meet up. Okay. As you're eating your meal, though, 
on the other side of the river and quite a ways away, you can see a few other fires. Uh-oh. Mm. What does that mean, Tokus? Well, if I had to say... I'd say I don't know very much at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I didn't think you did. <laughs> yeah, didn't we didn't think doubt you, you for did. a second. <laughs> you would guess that these things are probably at least like two miles away. Okay. Okay. Well, nonetheless, let's not light our own campfire tonight, lest we draw undue attention. The Damage Guild Podcast. Recommended by four out of five eldritch abominations. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Brian here, the voice of Aslo Tendertoe, your favorite halfling bard. I don't want to take up too much of your time today. I know that you're busy. You have steel weapons to forge, bombs to defuse, and international negotiations to negotiate. So this is just a quick reminder. You've heard us talk before about Player.fm. Player.fm is a website that hosts lots of different podcasts. Now, currently, if you go to that website and search D ampersand D, the Damage Guild actually shows up in ninth place. This is super, super awesome, and I have no doubt that it's because some of you have already gone there and subscribed to the show on that website. However, if you search other terms like Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons ampersand dragons or how to cook blueberry scones, you will see that we do not rank as highly. I realize that right now you're probably walking your dog or doing the dishes or driving to work or exercising or plotting world domination, but whenever you have a second, we're just asking for a little bit of help if you can go to player.fm, search damage guild. Once that pops up, you can hit the subscribe button. It'll ask you to create an account, and that's it. You may be wondering why uh, this is important. Ultimately, doing this will help us expand our listenership. The more people that we get subscribed, the more it helps us increase our visibility. This only takes a few seconds of your time, maybe a few minutes, depending on your internet speed. As you guys know, it takes uh, a lot of work, especially on the editing end. And while we absolutely love doing it, um, the more help that we can have, the better it will be. Basically, we want to continue putting out high-quality content for a long time to come. So one more time, that's player.fm, search Damage Guild, and subscribe. Help us find new listeners, new people to listen to the show. It's that simple. It is simpler than cooking blueberry scones, apparently. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we love you. And now, back to the show. You are listening to the Damage Guild Podcast. Should we start to consider suiting up, Shaba? Aren't we getting close enough that we might want to be in disguise? Uh, no, we've made camp for the night. Okay. I think that's first thing in the morning before we set out. Yeah. First thing in the morning, we'll paint ourselves up? Yeah. That's right. All right. So do I have to spend more time working on the teeth tonight? Like, are they finished yet? <laughs> well, you've probably been fiddling with them as you're walking, but you'll finish them up tonight. It's not that complicated. Okay, good. As you're watching during the night, I'm sure you're keeping an eye on those other fires. Mm -hmm. Some of them go out as the night passes, but two large fires remain up for the full night. And they're probably between two and three miles away and maybe up to half a mile apart from each other. But they are extinguished as the morning comes and... You can't see any details of what was there when it's full light. 
And you start slathering yourselves in paint? Mm-hmm. Well, first I, I present Shaba with his prosthetic teeth. Oh, thank you. I fit perfectly. He's a great carcass. He's a little wonderful dog. Shaba, I don't know if you have to wear them yet. Oh, well. oh you did a wonderful job on these, Tuckus. They're perfect. I didn't wash yours because you said you didn't care about the uh, Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm good. You're go- I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, I washed mine. Sterilized them, actually. Thanks, thanks for not washing these. Really, really appreciate that. Yeah, I should have warned you before you just tried it on like that. I didn't think you'd just pop them in there. And well, make a constitution check. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you now have the black death. You die of dysentery. <laughs> um, Play again? Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you didn't wash uh, Stripey's either. He likes that extra flavor. You know him. But wait, wait, I made some for Stripey? Yeah, of course you did. I mean, you oh, definitely okay. didn't overlook Stripey, right? He's gotta look like an orc. Well, what are we gonna dress him up as? We're gonna paint him in green and dress him up like an orc. Does he have fangs okay. anyway? No, I'll be just, I'll be an orc ranger and he can be my animal companion. They have those. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he could also be your prey. That's true. Hmm. I could just have him hanging. Yeah, put it in a cage. I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have him play dead and s- throw him over my shoulder on a little uh, string. Like a neck warmer? Oh, yeah, I can wear him <laughs> as a as a fur stole. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get all disguised up. And then we'll have Asla make a disguise check on us. To disguise our selves <laughs> better. Yeah. Do you have disguise tool proficiency? Oh, actually, as it turns out, I sure do. Hey, my That's performer background actually comes into play. <laughs> so yeah, disguise kit proficiency. Bingo. Well, this is the second time yeah. you've disguised. That's true. So Aslo's going to paint us. Well, this is perfect because he doesn't need to get painted, and we can't do it as well as he could. That's right. There you go. Although one might say the stakes are much higher this time. And the last time you disguised yourself. You have plenty of paint, because I looked it up, and a pint covers roughly 50 square feet. <laughs> Whoa. Considering that you have two pints, and you're only trying to cover your faces and arms and such, right. you got way more than you need. Nice. All right, fair enough. So I'll get them all disguised up. And you're not putting any on yourself? Uh, nope. Well, let's save that paint. Maybe we use it for something else. No, I'll, I'll put yours on as well. I'll make you look real good. I thought we were going with the captive captor plan. Oh, like you, we will be capturing you? Uh, oh, actually. Oh, I was thinking of it like the reverse, but that makes way more sense. We've captured Maybe. Aslo. <laughs> yeah, why would he capture us if <laughs> other... Bring, if, bring them into orc territory. Yeah, if orcs see other orcs <laughs> captured, they're going to try to rescue us. Shabo, you're trying to make too much sense. <laughs> okay, so we capture Aslo. No, you got to have the disguise on, Aslo. you got to. <gasps> Wait, that is perfect. Because we capture him and then all of a sudden he disappears. We're like, where'd he go? But you can't stay invisible for long enough. I can last up to an hour. And one hour? Dude, we're about yeah. to spend days in this territory. So, hold on. Here's another thing to think about, though. Even with the disguises on, we still can't communicate with them. At most, I can hear them. Yeah, we don't know what their language is. So we can't just walk into their camp because people will start questioning us and we won't know what they're saying. Well, we're not just going to walk into their camp. We're going to walk by their camp. And when they see us walking by their camp and they see, oh, hey, from a distance, they kind of look like orcs, like, it'll be chill, right? But if they see, oh, there's a little, like, puny 
halfling dude. There's a little guy. Oh, he looks tasty. But we need to get close enough to be able to hear them so that we can gain the information we need. But while you're not invisible and not close enough, being in disguise is beneficial. That's true. There's no bad that can come of looking more like an orc. That's fair enough. One hour of invisibility? One hour. That's tons of time. You could listen to an hour's worth of conversation. Yeah, but what about the rest of the time when we're just walking? Like, if anybody sees us and they see non-orcs from a distance, that's going to raise alarm bells. I don't think that we go into the camp, Shaba. I'm pretty sure this is an Asla-only mission. But we can't sneak around for the next three days straight, you know what I'm saying? Like, why not just dress up like an orc? Like, why not? What's yeah. wh- wh- what's the resistance here? I don't understand. Like, we have disguises. They're not the greatest. <laughs> but we have them. Just use them. <laughs> like, take advantage. Right, right. We stay at a distance, but Aslo gets close. Well, yes. yeah, sure. We're all saying the same thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And then so you, <laughs> me, and Lancelot jump out of the rabbit. <laughs> right. <laughs> and wait, what? Yes. <laughs> use well, the... Build a large wooden badger. <laughs> um, Yes. Paint me up, boys. So, combination plan. Yeah. So we do both what Shaba wants and what Asla wants. Well, like we do. Yes. We use the disguise as a baseline, like, hey, let's be able to travel through this country without immediately sticking out like sore thumbs. And then we use the invisibility to augment those disguises when the, the situation calls for it, so that we don't have to constantly sneak around wearing bushes. I thought it was only on him. He can use it on us? No, no, no. Just him. Just him. Just yeah. me. So far. And we'll stay at a distance, and we'll meet you at a rendezvous point. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. We don't know what the lay of the land is going to be yet, but yeah. So you get intelligence check with your proficiency bonus, or if it's expertise, then that, whichever. Okay. Uh, let's see. That would be a seven. <laughs> so, yeah. That's the thing. I was actually also thinking maybe I would give you advantage due to all of the extra effort you went to to get the paints and the tusks and everything. Yeah, I was going to say, if we put on these disguises and they look crappy, we'll be like, uh, no. Let's spend more time on these and make them actually look (laughs) half decent. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to let you leave the house dressed like that, Aslo. (laughs) Or you, Tokus. Like, let's do a little better job here. Mm, Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Can you take 20 on this check? Can we just keep doing it until it doesn't look like crap? No, it doesn't exist in fifth. We have extra paint, so maybe we kind of, like, wipe it off and try again, but we're using the paint. Do touch-ups. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this time I got a 17. All right, nice. Okay. So you put the paint to as good effect as you can, put that on as a base layer, and then take makeup out of your kit and kind of touch-up to give some more variation. Nice. Nice orcish coloration in there. <laughs> then I guess you use a bit of costume pieces and maybe skins from some of Shaba's packs or whatever and make yourselves look more orcish that way. So you think from a distance you've probably got a pretty good disguise going. Um, nice. Shaba could probably pass for an orc out at around yeah, like 40 or 50 feet without too much trouble. And you two smaller ones could probably be goblins about the same distance. Nice. Sweet. But if you get much closer than that, then they're going to notice pretty easily. Right, so if we see, if we're walking and we see some orcs at a distance, we'll be like, Arr, Arr, Arr. Arr. and 
wave, give them a wave, and then if they start walking toward us, we'll just gradually like sort of <laughs> saunter away. Stay there, yes. <laughs> Maintain a forty to fifty foot radius away from all of them, and then we just <laughs> walk the opposite direction. And they're like, like grunting at us, like they want to meet us, they want to say hi. Yeah, because yeah, orcs are friendly like that. We just keep walking away. <laughs> We're still like waving at them, smiling. <laughs> right. <laughs> Perfect. It's like this way. No, no, we're going this way. Like, <laughs> so your disguises aren't perfect. They could still be seen through at a greater distance if someone were paying particular attention. Right. But a casual observer, you'd guess about fifty feet. Okay. Yeah, how do orcs interact with goblins? Aren't you gonna like step on us and kick us? Yeah, gonna, like, I'm gonna grab like, onto your be- shoulders. Gonna, like, ah, grab you and like smack you upside the head and push you around. And be like, ah, I don't know if I'm gonna look forward to this. But you only need to do that if there's spectators. Yeah, showing. if there are people watching. Yeah. Don't abuse us just because you have that power over right. us. <laughs> like you normally do. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was going to say, just think of it like a giant greeting. Yeah, basically. Or, or a Goliath greeting. It's a little rougher, you know, a little rough, but that's fine. Nothing, nothing. Uh, some ointment and uh, a little rest won't heal. <laughs> um, so let's get limbered up and let's do a little little body language exercise, right? So we're going to hunch the shoulders. We're going to uh, we're going to sort of mm. get that lumbering gait going a little, you know, the head down. Yeah, like don't goblins do the thing with their like twiddle their fingers? Yeah, with the <laughs> like the little yeah greedy like a Mr. Burns kind of finger steepled kind of thing all yeah, the time. Smithers, and they're just constantly <laughs> doing that. Yeah, so you got the like lumbering gait and your heads down and your shoulders are hunched and your well, aren't you the one that's lumbering? I thought we're more like... Yeah, right, right, like, okay. Yeah, like, scheming. Yes, yeah, so we got that whole thing going on, too. All right. Perfect, yeah. So we, uh, got, our, we got our motivation. <laughs> now set the scene. Yeah. All right, remember, think. You're, you're filthy, you're disgusting, you're, you're mean, you're oh, angry. Don't we need to roll around in some muck? Yes, that, oh, that's the... There you go, there you go. Yeah, we almost so forgot. So I uh, take a little, a co- little of the fish guts that are left over from last night and just kind of sprinkle them over my person and and my friends and then we find a good uh, that smell will last (laughs) yeah like a good little mud pit or something like that and we kind of get all up in there and just get it get it we get in it we we become part of that mud and we just (laughs) completely covering up the nice disguises no 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 no, no, not like that more like just like in our armpits and like the, the places of our natural scent to sort of mask it with some so more like foresty, like earthy tones. Yeah. I, I like take my wig off and like dip it in, in, the, <laughs> in stuff, the mud. And then I'm yeah. like, I'm actually, this and put it back on. You know what, Tokus? As much as I hate to say it, you need to go wigless. You need to actually just go bald headed. Right? So I just dipped it in that for no reason. Yes, you did. No, just dip it in the river, clean it off, but put okay, it away. Maybe, maybe we rewind time a moment. And I didn't dip it in the mug. Yeah, there you go. But okay. put it away, and then you're bald, and you're you look just like a goblin. Okay, well, Aslo needs to do my head then. So first, I dip my the bald part of my head that wasn't painted <laughs> yeah, in the mug, the paint, right. and then I'm like, "Can you do my head?" And we touch up the disguise there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> this is sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so me being bald is good for once? Yes, believe you it or not. You see this, like, this smile of self-confidence just wash over <laughs> Tokus. And he's like, man, I should have been trying to be a goblin sooner. Yeah, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll stay this way. Aslo, on the other hand, is using a bald cap from his kit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Exactly. You get all your hair tucked balder. underneath it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm already bald, so we're good. Yeah, we're, that's it. We're totally good. 
Yeah, Tokus, maybe your true identity was as a goblin this whole time. Mm. You mm. just didn't know it. You ought to shave, too, while you're at oh, it. Oh, yeah. Just finish oh, off. I don't want to do that. Goblins can be hairy, right? I guess. Yeah. They might grow a little uh, little peach fuzz. A little scruff. A little yeah. five o'clock shadow. Pretty sure that I've seen a soul patch on a goblin before. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> seen him rocking the, uh, the handlebars. The, the one time that you encountered goblins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. A little, uh, little Fu Manchu. <laughs> little Machu Picchu. Well, we actually do know what goblins look like. We encountered them with a... Remember when we saved the boy? Yeah. We know uh, what goblins look right. like. So maybe That's the true. goblin costumes like look a lot better because Aslo knows what they look like. But mm. the orc costumes kind of like... Just kind of guessing. <laughs> well, at the very least, you would have heard plenty of stories and probably seen pictures of orcs. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen them personally. At least Asla would have, as a bard. You know, all the storybooks and everything. Mm. That's true. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good. So let's, uh, now that we've got our, our costumes in place, let's head out. Yeah, let's do this to this. So you're on the opposite side of the river, which is probably Pardell territory, and then moving towards... Iron Fang lands. Okay, so this is the south side of the river. Yes, although at the moment the river's running more north-south here, so it's actually the west side of the river. All right. Okay. But we're south of the border. That's that's, uh, the important thing. We're on the wrong side of the tracks officially now. Yes. Now let's go get some Taco Bell. (laughs) Fourth meal. (laughs) Not a sponsor. Eat late, even great. It's time. Hold on. (laughs) All right, so I guess we set off into orc territory. Yeah, important to note, this episode not sponsored by Taco Bell, but we would not turn down a sponsorship if it were offered. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or your delicious, delicious tacos, (laughs) if you want to send some to us. Uh, You start following the river, heading farther and farther upstream towards where you saw the fires before. You can't really get a clear look at the camp area. You could only barely see the lights off in the distance before. But from how far away you think it was, you'd probably be able to see it once you rise over the next hill or something. After you've gotten maybe another mile closer, you continue to approach. And as you're nearing the next larger hill, you actually spot down by the riverside a small cluster of humanoids, as well as a wagon pulled by something that's not a horse. But they're off in the distance, so you can just barely make out the general features of this group. Um, let's make a Hmm. check. It's morning, right? We just woke up. Right, late morning, I think, because you had to put on all those disguises. So let's make a check to see what that thing is that's pulling that wagon. Oh, that's a re-roll, if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I will use my goggles of the eagle to zoom in so I can see more closely what these things are. Where'd you get those? Dang, where'd you get those sweet goggles? Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I just came up with them. (laughs) So my roll was a 10 plus whatever we're using to identify these things. Yes. What what stat? Well, at this point it's perception to see if you can even see what they are. Okay. Ooh. I am blind. My roll was a (laughs) 1. Ooh. I got an 11. 8. Okay, so like I said, you can't really make out any details of what this group is. <laughs> some humanoids with a wagon pulled by some type of animal. How far away are they? They're probably like half a mile. Hmm. Okay. Should we wait and let them pass by? Are they, are they the only group that we see currently? They're the only things that you can see right now, but it looks like they're stopped at the side of the river. Your side that you're on. Oh, so they're like down the river from us. Yeah, up the river, technically. Okay. 
uh, stopped and it looks like they're uh, sort of camped out for the time being or, you know, like refreshing water skins or something like that? Probably something along those lines. You can see some activity right at the water's edge. Okay. All right, let's continue onward then. We can leave them to their peace. Well, if these are orcs, these could be the, the only people we'd need to get close to to hear about what their, uh, you know, the battle plans are, right? Um, yeah, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to give us an accurate description of the size of the armies. Mm, unless we saw it ourselves. Yeah, plus I don't want to get too close and then, you know, there's probably a bunch of them. So they could easily overpower us. I mean, if we stumble across, like, a lone orc scout or something, then maybe that's a situation where we try to fight him and get some, like, interrogation going. But other than that, I think we try to find the bulk of the army. We lay low and until night falls and then maybe try to sneak up and uh, get an earful. I will say with, with your checks, you can tell that there are a few that are moving around, definitely fewer than ten. Okay. Now we can, uh, one of us can, com- I think I have the earring thing that lets me comprehend uh, Orcish, but th- we cannot speak it, right? Right. Well, I have uh, Orcish for adventurers, so I've learned a few words. I can basically say, where is the bathroom? And can you give me a cookie? Yeah, because that's usually what orcs say to each other when they first meet. I hate you and you smell like f- like farts. Like, orc- <laughs> like You smell like orc butt farts, because that's how they all smell. And that's what they all say to each other. And do you perhaps have any baked goods on your person that I may inquire of them? Um, but we uh, have reason to believe that most orcs probably don't speak common, right? Or like there's a chance that some of them would? There's probably a decent chance that... Many of them would know common, but they definitely wouldn't be using it among themselves. Okay. Yep. Okay, so that's that's a good point, Shaba. That'd if be a giveaway. We, yeah, if we can uh, just capture one of them and interrogate him, there's a chance that he'll be able to tell us what we need to know in common. Mm-hmm. That is, assuming any of us are willing to um, uh, torture an orc who is probably very resistant to such things. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what skill do we use for torturing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a torture skill. Uh, yeah. Intimidate would be part of it, but yeah. not all of it. Yeah, so Aslo could be doing the talking while Shaba and I peel off their fingernails one by one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe we pull a uh, Princess Bride situation and, like, you know, stack up on each other's shoulders with a big dark cloak and light something on fire and then scare him that way. I feel like we've done that already. Yeah, we've do- we've definitely done that already. Well, yeah, but... I mean, you, you guys have. We haven't lit something on fire. When you said Princess Bride, I thought we were going to have, like, the, the two goblets... And we don't tell the orc which one has the poison. Oh, okay. right. That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> yeah, and I've actually been slipping in small doses of the poison into your, your food every time I cook for you, <laughs> without you knowing, so that we've all built up an immunity to this to poison. Iocane powder? Wow. Yes. That's awesome. Iocane powder. Perfect. So we're all immune to it, so we can poison every orc we meet. Yes, have a meal with us. And then they all mysteriously die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, let's uh, let's move along and see if we can either find the army or, uh, yeah, find one lone person to capture. Yeah. I, I agree. And my dungeon master radar is definitely telling me that we shouldn't engage. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's move along then. All right. Let's try. Let's go with your, let's go with Tokus's gut. My, my feigned mind reading powers. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said every dungeon master ever. That's him saying that I'm right. 
He doesn't like it when I'm right. How close are you going to get to this group as you pass by? We're pa- why, what do you mean we're passing? Nothing thought, closer than 50 feet. I thought they're down the river, so we're going in further into the country. So we're going away from the river, right? You're kind of following along the river because that's where you saw the fires? Uh, let's, let's reroute. Let's go directly away from the river so that we completely avoid them. Perpendicular. Okay, so you're going to move out like a mile and mm-hmm. continue past? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, sounds about right. Okay. And it's pretty open territory here? Yeah. This is all grass. Okay. Okay. So you swing out around, take the long way. Can we do a helicopter shot for this scene thing? What do a man, an orc, and a dwarf, or a goliath, a gnome, and a halfling doing in these lands? Okay, actually, real quick, before we split off, um, I do have the invisibility spell. So I have two slots of that per day that I can use it. So if we wanted, I could go invisible, sneak up there, see if I overhear them talking about anything, and then run back. Uh, how long does that last? One hour. Mm, let's, or until let's... I punch someone in the face. <laughs> let's save that, because the likelihood of you sneaking up on them just in time to hear them talking about, well, it's a good thing we have 10,000 orcs in our <laughs> army, is very, very low. Okay, fair enough. How good is their sense of smell? Like, how, how like, dirty did we get ourselves? Did we... We rolled around in mud, did we not? We washed ourselves so that the paint would stick, and then I think we we muddied up after that. Okay. There was some combination of mud and paint, yeah. Does does invisibility... The invisibility spell also color, cover your scent? No. No. And that's actually a rules question for you, Thane. So, let's say I cast it, and I think my um, my one hour is, is getting close to being up. And then I wanted to cast it again. Obviously, the spell ends when I cast a spell. But would I have to, like, would I temporarily blink into view for, like, half a second and then disappear again? Um, no, I would say the invisibility carries through. You okay. would have or have to speak to cast the spell if it has verbal components. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> a bunch of orcs just see, like... <laughs> <laughs> They just see like a howling with his pants around his ankles <laughs> for like a split second and then he goes away <laughs> as I was like taking a dump and then he looks at his watch and he's like, oh crap, oh spell. no, the spells are about to run out and then he just like casts it again. Look at the time. <laughs> and they just look over and it's like, broop, broop. And then it just blinks in and out. Uh, <laughs> I could have sworn. Jerry, did you just see a halfling with his pants down by the river? I could have sworn I saw a halfling with his pants down. I saw it too. Huh, weird. <laughs> Guess we should go about our business. Should really lay off the mead, man. <laughs> okay. Mm. All dressed up in your goblin finery, fit to fool the keenest orcish eyes, you set off. On your trek to Iron Fane. We're headed into Orcish territory deep. Alright, now we have to pay royalties on that song, Tokus. I enjoyed that though. 